This is the Internet Ballers Podcast, episode 57. This is the Internet Ballers Podcast with your host, Michael Pasha, the show for internet entrepreneurs who want to learn how uncertainty and struggle turn into confidence and success. Welcome to the Ballers Circle. Thanks for listening and welcome to the Baller Circle. I'm Michael Pasha, the host of the Internet Ballers podcast, and I'm excited to welcome Petra Foster to the Baller Circle. Petra is the client enrollment strategist, founder of the Sales in Six Mastery Method, which is a six-step system that eagerly gets your clients to enroll themselves on your premium coaching platforms and programs within six weeks or less with joy, confidence, and ease. Without a huge email list, without a celebrity-style following, Even if you've been stuck charging low hourly rates or low-end packages for far too long, it's her mission to show frazzled and frustrated business owners how to scale to $10,000 plus per month without sleazy selling tactics. So Petra, I'm really glad to have you on the show and I wanted to see uh, how you're doing today. I am doing great and I'm so excited to be speaking to you. So thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, no problem at all. So Petra, I'm, I'm curious... Um, with this great methodology that you've developed, your uh, your your sales and six uh, mastery method, um, I wanted to take some, kind of some steps back, and uh, I wanted to figure out like how in the world did you kind of get involved in this in this industry? What what inspired you? Um, I guess to 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 want to become I guess a, a coach of coaches. <laughs> a coach of coaches. Well, it didn't actually start out that way, Michael. Um, I actually got into entrepreneurship because of a disaster that my husband had at work. So um, my husband was a long distance lorry driver. So he would get up in the mornings at about four o'clock in the morning and then he wouldn't come home till about seven, eight o'clock in the evening. And he was doing that for some time. And one day he came home and he says, "Uh, Petra, I fell asleep at the wheel. And as you can imagine, I was just shocked. I couldn't believe what's ha- what was happening. And I asked him, have you done that more than once? And he says, yes. And it was at that moment where we, fo- we thought to ourselves, we have to redefine our life. We have to start making our own money. So because of that, we then decided to start our first business. And our first business, we were a t-shirt printing and embroidery workwear business. Um, and that's how we started into entrepreneurship. That's how, that's how we started. Okay. So you, you, you started this business, um, and I, I definitely get the, uh, inspiration for, mm-hmm. for wanting to become an entrepreneur. I mean, it sounds like a very, very good reason for, uh, for wanting to go out on your own. Um, yeah. so, so you go, you, you started the t-shirt business. How did the t-shirt business move you, um, into what you're doing now? The, being the client enrollment strategist. So with the t-shirt business, we, me and my husband, we had, we didn't have any business um, knowledge or anything like that. All that we basically knew is that my husband, he had a skill and he was really good at art. So that's how we ended up in the t-shirt. That's how we started the t-shirt printing business. Hmm. Um, And I remember it was the 13th of July, 2013. We sold our first two t-shirts and we made $56. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never, ever forget that day. It was a Monday. And then the the same Friday, I completely quit my job cold turkey. Wow. 
I quit my job, cold turkey, and I was like, right, I am going to be a business owner. I am going to make, I'm going to be successful. <laughs> and I remember leaving my job, it was about three o'clock in the afternoon. And I remember standing in the car park and I was thinking, oh my God, the world is literally my oyster. <laughs> and I am now a business owner. That's awesome. And that's how we started. And then um, we started out with no website, no one knew us, no reputation, no credibility or anything. Yeah, I was going door to door, Monday to Friday, going to industrial estates, hair salons, car garages, anywhere that needed uniforms, I was going there. Hmm. And even though I no one knew me in my local area, I didn't have a website, people still were giving me their money. So they were, um, they trusted me and they paid me for my products. And that's how we then, um, we started our business going door to door. And then we then transitioned into online. So it was in um, 2014. I then, I, I remember I was like, you know something? I need to get a website. I need to get a website. So I remember I went to a WordPress meetup locally and it was a lovely lady. And she literally sat me down and she told me how to set up a website. She taught me in two hours about hosting, domain names, um, basically the types of themes to use for WordPress. And I set up my own website. Um, I learned SEO. And then within 30 days, we were on the first page of Google. Nice. With our keywords. Yes, very nice. And then we started to get calls directly from Google. I started to get, I started to go on Twitter. So I was joining Twitter groups and Facebook groups and Oh my God, we started to get sales through Twitter. So I didn't have to go out door to door anymore. And I cut down on the number of um, in-person networking events I was going to. And then when I was going to the networking events, people were saying to me, um, I was saying, yeah, my business is doing really well. We get sales off Google and off Twitter. And people started to ask me, how, how on earth am I doing that? And I've just started my business. And, and they started to ask me, can I teach them how to do it? And then that's exactly how I transitioned into coaching. Hmm. So I got my first clients at networking events and I helped them to generate clients online. And that's that's exactly how I started. That's perfect. So I'm, I'm curious. So when you say that you would go around to the, you know, hair, salon, hair salons, nail shops, wherever uh, people needed mm -hmm. uniforms and mm -hmm. they didn't know you, you didn't have a website. How what, what do you think you were doing? that other people that I guess I'm, I'm sure they, they probably had plenty of people coming coming in their doors every day trying to sell them stuff. What do you think you were doing that made them want to buy from you, um, especially knowing like not knowing them and not having a website? Mm -hmm. I believe it was it was boldness. I think that I was bold. Um, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, um, they kind of have the, the very lack of the lack confidence so I was very very confident I was very bold you know I was sharing with them the reason why they need to have branded t-shirts and branded uniforms you know I explained to them it's going to help them to set their business apart from other people and I was um genuinely likable and I think I because I'm a bit cheeky as well so I think um you know I, I went into the into their place of work and, you know, I've got a, quite a big personality and I think people really resonated with me and 
Um, they probably just wanted to give me a bit of a chance, a bit of a chance as well, Michael. And I think, I think they, yeah, I think they genuinely trusted me and liked me, and appreciated that I was bold and I asked for the sale. Um, I think that so many people, when they're first starting out, they're really scared to, they're scared to sell their services because they don't recognise how valuable they are, and they don't recognise that there are people out there that need exactly what you have. So, um, and that's what I said. I, I, I made a need. I was like, right, okay, look at look at the way your, um, you know, your your staff are dressed. How would it look and feel to your customers if you were all in the same uniform? So it's kind of I was literally selling them the reason why they need to set themselves apart, and they trusted and they believed me. And what they will do is I told them what the price was, and you know, at that time. I my 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 pricing was significantly higher than what you could get online. So the T-shirts that I was selling were twenty pounds, and all it had was just a, a, a printed logo on the left chest. And if someone went online, they could get that exact same T-shirt for like five pounds. Wow! But it didn't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I sell high ticket services now, but I've always been high ticket. Okay, yeah. without without even realizing it, it was just something that I did. And people said yes. And I think that I just I just knew that I had something to offer. And I did I I expected people to say yes to me. Huh. So okay, so you think like basically you had so much confidence that people didn't even question why should I pay for this shirt that's four times more than what I can get online. Like, uh, clearly there must be something awesome about it. Otherwise, she wouldn't have so much confidence to ask me <laughs> ask me the question, right? Yeah, definitely. And also people always think that, um, you know, you can't price your services or your products a certain way because your customers are going to be doing research. Not really. Right. Right. They was they wasn't even thinking they needed uniforms. I just went into their place of work while they're working. I showed them why it's important for their business, why they needed the uniform. So I created a need there. I created the need. I created the desire. I spoke to them, um, I related to them, and then they say yes, yes to me. And that's exactly what sales is. It's understanding um, what the need is and meeting that need. And then just asking, hey, do you want how many, you know, how many T-shirts would you like? And then they tell you and then you tell them what the fee is. And it was as simple as that. And that's how I started. Did everyone say yes to me? Absolutely not. But did it, did it did it bother me? No, because I had to. I went out there every single day, um, selling my services because of the fact that I didn't want my husband to continue in that job, hmm. and that was my that was my why. And we were doing so well. And after three months, my husband was able to quit his job, and he worked. We worked in the business full time together. I love that. So your why was bigger than your fear. It was. It was because can you imagine losing my husband? Absolutely not. That was not no fear. I couldn't even sit down and think about that. I mean, I remember I used to go out and I used to wear a hooded t-shirt, a hooded a hooded jumper, with my um with the lot with my business logo on and sneakers, and I would go out in the rain, in the sunshine. It didn't matter. <laughs> I had to go out. I had to go out there and I had to make money for the household. Right. And that's how it started. Yeah. I like that. So let's get into this. Let's. Uh, I'm. I'm so curious now after that that great <laughs> intro to find out about this uh, six uh, step mastery method. Like, what what are the six steps? What do, what is it that? Um, I guess I guess I'll start out with with first asking you 
what are the people who are not using your program doing wrong? And then mm-hmm. let's get into the six steps that you help them to start doing things the right way. Oh, now we're talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Michael, so the first thing then, so I've got an online business. Okay. So all of my clients are literally from online. I do have some local, but mainly online. So when um, coaches and consultants, when they start their businesses online, there are a number of things that they're doing wrong. And the first thing that they're not, do- they're not doing right is they're doing everything other than selling. Hmm. Okay. So there are lots of different types of um, coaches and gurus out there that teaching people when they first get started, you need to create a course. You need to create passive income. You need to create a course. You need to build your email list. You know, they're telling people that they need to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars building a beautiful website, you know, having to get branded photo shoots. Okay, so this is the first thing that people are doing absolutely wrong. They're taking the wrong advice. Okay, and they're they're doing everything other than selling. So when you're first starting out in an online business, the first thing that you have to do is know how to sell. You have to know where um, what your target market actually needs and you have to provide that to them. So everything other than selling at this point is you, you don't need you, you really, really don't need to do. Because when as an entrepreneur, the first thing that you're going to be thinking about right, right now is making money in your business. Now, I completely understand that, you know, as an entrepreneur, yes, you are heart centered. Yes, you want to help people. Yes, you want to make an impact and change people's lives but you still need to pay your bills, okay? So you still do need to make money. So that's the the problems that people are doing right now. So what I say, first of all, is, um, and what, what is actually included in my sales and six mastery process is what we're not gonna be focusing on anything else except for knowing how to connect with your audience knowing how to book a consultation and knowing how to close um, a sale on the first call. Hmm. So that is exactly what I focus on. And, you know, I see people online really, really struggling to attract clients because they don't know how to position themselves in the marketplace. So when we talk about positioning, when we talk about brand positioning now, positioning is Where do you fit in the hearts and the minds of your audience? Okay, so your brand is everything that your target market thinks, feels and even hopes for about you. Okay, so first of all, what you have to do is create what people think of you, because your brand is if someone is going to be paying you premium prices, which is what I teach, you have to have a you have to have a perception of being a premium brand of being someone that is going to um that is an expert that is going to solve my problem and that you know exactly what it is that you're doing to take me from pain to joy okay Hmm. so in my sales and six mastery process that's the first thing that we have to create we have to create the perception what do you want people to think and feel and hope for about you and where, what, how do you want them to connect with you as well? So that's the first thing that we need to do. So the first thing is we need to create 
your brand position and position you in the marketplace. Okay, I like that. Mm -hmm. So the second thing that we do is, is that we then need to create a marketing message. So you're a lot of the time where coaches and consultants fail is that they can't articulate what it is that they do. Why should people actually care about what they do and, um, and how to create that connection. So the way that you do that is by you need to have a compelling marketing message. Okay. So you do that by educating your, um, educating your audience as to the problem that they have. Okay. And educating them, um, to say that, yes, there, there is a solution to that, to their problem and then educating them that you are the solution. Okay. So you've got to have a message that is compelling. So many coaches and consultants or service-based um, entrepreneurs, um, it doesn't matter what it is that you do, as long as you sell a service, a lot of the time they are generic. So they may just call themselves a health coach or a dietitian, which makes them generic, but they need to have a message that's going to be speaking directly to the customer's pain. So let me give you an example. One of my clients, um, she came to me and she was a dietitian, a dietitian. But as we started to dig deep into, um, you know, into how she felt about the about the, the dietitian industry, she says that a lot of health coaches and dietitians only focus on losing weight by reducing the, by reducing the amount of carbohydrates you eat and increasing the amount of protein. Now, we were, I was able to help to create her brand to um, distinguish, distinguish, make her distinguishable by creating her specific message. So her specific message was that you can eat carbohydrates to lose weight, reverse type 2 diabetes and reduce blood sugar. Okay, now this is completely opposite to what everyone else teaches in the diet industry. And because she, um, you know, her message is all about you need to eat carbohydrates, we then branded her as the Love Carb Coach. Hmm. The Love Carb Coach. How fun is that? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, we, we, we all want to eat carbohydrates. And, you know, we, we don't like to diet. We just don't like it. So immediately when we changed her positioning um, from a generic dietitian to the Love Carb Coach, she immediately went from charging $50 an hour to enrolling her first premium $3,000 client. Nice. <laughs> as a dietitian. Okay. Nice. So the problem that a lot of coaches face is that they are very generic and don't know how to distinguish themselves apart. Because listen, let's be realistic. Okay. There's nothing new under the sun. You know, if you can, you, there are coaches for everything. You can get a coach for everything. But you've got to make sure that you, you can actually connect to your audience in a way that's going to be setting, your, setting yourself apart from other people. Okay, so that's the second thing that we do in Sales and Six Mastery process is that you must have a very, very clear um, message. Also, um, a lot of um, also the, the third thing that we focus on is then creating your blueprint. So we, cre we, we create your premium package. So how is it that you get your clients from pain to joy? So a lot of coaches actually charge by the hour, whether it's 
a hundred dollars an hour, five hundred dollars an hour. What it is, a lot of coaches charge by the hour. So what we do is we have to ditch the mediocre hourly rates and transition into premium coaching. Okay. Um, so you're charging three thousand, five thousand, twenty thousand for your coaching rather than charging per hour. So that's the third thing that we do. We we look at, okay, what is the system? What is your system from getting someone from A to B? And what does that process actually look like? So um, when you're actually, you know, when you're going to be enrolling a client, your clients want to know what result they're going to get when they work with you. That's what they want. That's what they're paying you for. They're paying you for results. So when you create your own signature blueprint and you're able to um, say to your client, right, when we work together for three months, you are going to be able to have this result. In month one, you're going to be doing this. In month two, in month three, so you're going to be able to show them their milestones and their what they're going to be able to achieve during the time of working with you. Now, this can become very scary for so many coaches because they say, oh, Petra, but I can't promise a result, you know. But when you've actually got a blueprint, if you are an expert and you know how to um, help your clients to go through that transformation, then if you know how to transfer your skill to your client, there's no reason why they can't get that result. So something that I promise my clients in Sales and Six Mastery is that on Sales and Six Mastery, you will enroll high-end clients within six weeks or less. That's my brand promise. Wow. And that's the result. I like that. And it, yeah, and it works. It happens. <laughs> okay, so that's, is that step three, I think? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay, and then the fourth thing, what we do is that you need to know how to book consultations. So how is it that you attract clients? How do you get them engaged? How do you get them interested in you? How do you get them to raise their hand and say, hey, you know, I have got this problem and I would love for you to help me. Okay, so what we do, we then set up a very, very, two, a simple two-step sales process, okay, where um, your clients can, you know, they can either... Um, see you online and they can book a they can book a consultation with you and then they go through a pre-qualifying um a, a pre-qualifying process okay and then the last step what we do is then you have to know how to have a sales conversation so it's about having a collaborative conversation that the goal of that conversation is for that person to say yes or no on that call. So when you're having your sales conversation, now a sales conversation, it can be called a discovery call, it can be called a consultation. But that is the place where you're going to be identifying the need of your client, okay? And you're going to be able to share with them your solutions, how you can help them. And at the end of the call, then you're going to move in to your um, move into the part where you then say, hey, this is exactly how I can help you. And um, I've created a system and it's called um, a formula. It's called the get an immediate yes formula. Mm -hmm. And the way that I've created this script is that at the end, your prospect should say yes or no. What you don't want, you don't want someone to say, I need to think about it. 
I need to speak to my partner about it. I'm looking for other people. You want them to say a yes or no on that call and take payment straight away. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. So that's the process. <laughs> so what is it? So what, I guess, how, because I know some so many people, they want that, right? They want that close. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to close people on the first call. I've had plenty of people try to close me on the first call. I think it's rare that I actually do unless it's something that I've already been looking for and someone that I've already researched. So I, I guess what is the, I guess the thing that, that kind of changes the dynamic for, for the person that you're asking for the sale from that they're confident enough in who you are, I guess, is there, is there, are there things that you have to do ahead of time um, to prep this person to be comfortable with your material and, and enough to be able to say yes or what, what, I guess, what does someone need to do to, to get prepared for that? Okay, so let me give you an example of one of my clients right now in Sales and Six Mastery. Um, so what we did, first of all, is because the sale starts before someone gets on the call with you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start on the actual call, okay? So one of my clients, and she is, I'm going to use her as an example because she's very unique. So she's a nurse. And um, what she does is that she teaches other nurses to um, set up their business, but um, set up an intuitive business where they can use their nursing skills and they can also um, use their intuitive skills. So she's kind of on the spiritual side, okay? So when she was starting to work with me, um, she's been trying to do this business for several months. Not she wasn't getting any, she wasn't booking any discovery calls, um, and then immediately, um, I think it was after two, two or three weeks, what we'd done in Sales and Six Master because the second week is all about creating your marketing message. So what we'd done, we created, we, we created her unique marketing message, so her unique selling point, and then she began to share her message online using Facebook in different groups, and she has her own groups as well. So what she was doing, she was sharing her expertise. She was really showing other nurses that it's possible for them to set up their own intuitive business. Hmm. So what she was doing, she was educating nurses into saying, look, you can use your skills, set up your own business. So first of all, that's where it starts. It starts with educating So it's like when I was talking about earlier about having a compelling marketing message that immediately connects emotionally with your target market. That's where it starts. It's that connection, um, that emotional connection. So she, um, after she fine-tuned her message, she was posting in her Facebook group regularly, regularly doing Facebook Lives. And then just last week, I think it was, I think it was last, within three weeks anyway, within three weeks, she booked a consultation. So someone says, hey, um, you know, they, they filled out her pre-qualifying call and then she got on the call. Okay, so she got on the call. And the way that I teach sales is that you have to make sure that when you're on a sales conversation, your clients are thinking five specific things, okay? Now, they're thinking these things unconsciously. So first of all, when a prospect comes on the phone with you, they're thinking, one, are you credible? They're thinking, two, am I in safe hands with you? They're thinking, three, are you even competent? Can you help me? And they're thinking, four, are you inspiring? And five, 
Are you sensitive to my needs? So those are the things that your prospects are thinking even before they get on the phone with you. So during the sales conversation, you have got to make sure that you hit every single one of those five needs Hmm. on that call. So when you're on that call, you have got to make them feel good about themselves while speaking with you. So you've got to have that power of influence over this, well, on this, the person that you're speaking to. Okay, so now, what we then done is that she, um, my client, she then had her own um, script, so the, the specific types of questions that she would ask, but she still followed my get an immediate yes formula. And then, yeah, and then she followed that formula, she followed the script, and the person says yes, and she enrolled her first client as a brand new coach at 5,500. And that's within three weeks of starting sales and six mastery. And that's just one example. Nice. I like that. So you, so I, I mean, I, I assume that the process that you teach your clients is the process you also use yourself to get clients, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So is there, I guess, is there a need in this, um, in this industry to to stay up on new strategies and new tactics and if so like what resources do you use to stay on top of your game so i and this is a the thing there are always there's always new strategies and new tactics but what i teach is not to follow new tactics and new strategies you've got to understand how to attract a client and, and we're not just talking about online. So we could even be talking about if you're going to to local networking events, okay? So many of my clients do go to local networking events. So you can go to local networking events and you've got to know how to have a conversation with someone, okay? You've got to really be able to understand them and connect with them on, a, on, a, on, a, on an emotional level. So what I say is right now, um, the way that I work with my clients is if you haven't made your first 10,000 yet, don't focus on the new tactics. Focus on booking consultations and focus on selling them because you can do that. And I, I'm really, really passionate about this because I've taught so many people how to sell that didn't even think that they could. Didn't think that they could. You know, you don't have to be, you don't have to struggle. You really, really don't have to. You just have to know how to do the basics of selling first, understanding what it is that you what, what you're selling, and then knowing how to have that conversation with someone. Once you've done that and you're comfortable, you know you're earning a comfortable ten thousand or even five thousand, whatever your goal is, then by all means go and have a look at some new tactics. You know, go and research. Um, you know how else you can start to build your list and how you can, you know, hire a copywriter and different things. But first of all know how to sell your services because that's where it starts. Everything starts there first. Right. So do you help clients with pricing? So like, you know, like you said before, there are a lot of people who've been charging low hourly rates and then they want to, and, and now they, they get with you and they're like, okay, I want to start charging a higher price, but I don't know what my stuff is worth. Right. How do they, how do they figure that out? How do they answer that question of like, what, what should I be charging? So, the price that you charge isn't a big deal. It really, really isn't. It depends on how much money you want to make a month. So if you want to make 5000 a month, you can, you can either have a package at 5000 or 
a package at 2,500. So at least every single month, you know that all you need to do is enroll two clients. Okay. So there isn't, there isn't a massive strategy about pricing. Okay. The, the, the lack of confidence comes in when you don't understand what it is, how you get your clients results. When you haven't got a system that you're putting your clients through and when you're not confident in speaking to people about what it is that you do, when you have, when you're confident in speaking to people about what you do, where you can clearly articulate it, when you, when you can clearly say the results that you offer, when you understand what your client's dreams are as well, um, then it doesn't even matter what you price your service at, whether it's 3,000, 20,000, someone is going to buy it, okay? So a lot of the time, people really, really have um, a, a really hard time with pricing because they have a hard time with pricing because they've already got the self-limiting, imposing beliefs that they've put on themselves, such as, oh my God, no one can afford it. No one's going to um, pay 10000 to work with me. Um, people don't have that money. You know, no one's going to say yes to me on the first call. Okay, so because of these thoughts that you're having, that's exactly what you're going to start to attract in your business. Okay, so I always say to my clients, look, it's not your job to know whether or not someone can afford to work with you. That's not your job. Your job as a coach or a consultant is to share how you can help your client to get through that transformation because that's what they want. They've been stuck in their life, in their business for how many years? They've been stuck. They've been trying to do it by themselves, but they can't. They now come across you because you've connected with them emotionally. All they want to know is, can you do the job? Can you, um, you know, meet my needs? That's all they want to do. And that's, that, that's your job. So as a consultant, it's none of your business whether or not someone can afford you. You know, we are not God. We can't, we don't have all seeing eyes, okay? So we can't look into, we can't, you know, we can't look, in, look into someone's bank account and wonder what it is that they can afford, okay? We don't know how much people have on their, on their credit card and it's nothing to do with us. It's none of our business. We're there to help people and then um, offer that transformation and then say, okay, now do you want to go ahead? And that person says yes or no. Okay. I like that. That's a good, I like that process. That's a good, very well uh, thought out process. So as I think about your journey and I think about like, you know, you're going from your husband uh, falling asleep uh, and, and being in this dangerous job to starting the t-shirt business to becoming a coach. Um, along the way, along these different paths, what, what struggles did you have um, and what sort of things that you need to do to, to overcome those struggles? So one of the major struggles that I had was back in 2014, around October. So I started my consulting business in August um, to 2014. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, I enrolled my first clients. I enrolled my first clients and I made my first $13,000 within six weeks. However, um, something negative really, really did happen. So what happened was is that I had a, um, you know, I had a friend that I really, really respected. You know, she was, um, she was in business longer than me. 
and I really you know I really looked up to her as as kind of a mentor and a friend at the same time okay but um during this time what happened is that I began to lose a lot of my confidence so um I began to lose a lot of my confidence because um you know she would say things oh Petra you know do you think you should be doing it that way Petra you know you, you do have a lot of spelling mistakes um Petra do you think you need to be a bit more polished so um at, at the time it looked like she was giving me advice but then what happened is that um just little by little my confidence began to really decrease um I wasn't sure that I was good enough to even do what I was doing I didn't think I was credible ever, anymore um I I didn't even know if this was the path that I should be on mm. Um, so that was very, very difficult. So as you can imagine, um, during that time, um, so it was about three or four months that I was really, really down. I didn't know the direction that my business was going. I didn't even think if I should even continue. I just wasn't sure at all. So as you can imagine, I went broke. Okay. So I went broke, didn't have any money, anything. Okay. It's for about three to four months. And then what, what changed was it was in um it was in February two thousand and fifteen I believe yeah to about January February two thousand and fifteen and I remember you know I went to um, a networking event because I thought to myself I can't stay in this rut I, I I did it before I can do it again um so I kind of picked myself up went to this networking event and I I I booked a consultation with this um, business owner. And I went to his offices, we had a consultation and we just had such a great time. And um, it, it was it was wonderful. We, we, we really connected. We talked about life. We talked about God, about business, everything. And, you know, he rang me back and he says, Petra, I really would love to work with you. And even though I've had a consultation with someone else who offers something similar to you, I want to work with you. OK, but I haven't got any money. But if oh. I did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I did, I would definitely work with you. And that changed everything for me. Um, I got my confidence back. You know, I started to feel good about myself, feel good about the direction I was going in again. And then a couple of weeks later, I got another, I got my, I got my first paying client after that, after that lull. Yeah, so um, that's what happened, and that that really, really changed everything. And I, you know, I, I always, um, you know, we we still connected. And I connect with him every now and again and see how he's doing. But yeah, that was he was a big, big catalyst, and you know, it helped during that process. Hmm. It's always hard to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing it. I know a lot of times, you know, the the struggles are are the hard thing to talk about, and, and it's so personal, but. I think, um, I don't know, I, I like to talk about that on the show just because it's so real and personal and there's so many people right now who are going through that. And, yeah, and, I mean, and hearing... My mom, yeah, my mom really helped out. My mom helped out financially. Yeah. She was brilliant. She paid some bills, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, as entrepreneurs, we do go through that. Yeah, and I think that I think there's so many people that, like, when they're going through it, and they get to hear a story of someone like you who went through it, then they mm -hmm. don't feel like, oh, like all hope is lost. They're like, hey, Petra is super successful now, but even she at some point was where I am right now. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. that those, you know, telling those stories is just so important and powerful to to help people who are in that stage because everyone's in a different stage 
to to know to to just keep going on and, and power through and 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 eventually you know hopefully they'll they'll come out the other side uh, and be able to see the success they really want to see. So I appreciate yeah. you uh, sharing that, even though it's uh, very personal. You're welcome. But um, yeah, Petra, I'm really glad to have you in the show. Uh, you provided a lot of great value. I I, I love your uh, sales in six mastery method. It's uh, it's something that. I think a lot of uh, you know people don't. A lot of people don't know how to sell, and um, that's a great process for for figuring it out. Um, so I'm sure your clients get a lot of value from from working with you. So I want to know before we close out, uh, how can the Baller Circle learn more about you and your business? Yeah, so you can learn more about me. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Is where I spend most of my time, um, and then I do have an ebook that I've written, and it's called. Um, how to create and sell premium packages and you can go ahead and download that ebook and it's basically my sales and six formula in an ebook and um, it's petrafoster.com forward slash podcast so you can go right there and download that and then I do have a Facebook group and it's called enroll client enroll high-end clients with ease okay perfect Thanks for being awesome and joining me on another episode of the Internet Ballers Podcast. If there is a guest that you would like to hear on the show or a topic that you would like me to cover, shoot me an email at michael at internetballers.com and let me know what that topic is or who that guest is, and I'll reach out and do my best to uh, to bring them on the show and uh, do an episode around it. Uh, so be sure to listen up next week. Next week is the May Monthly Roundup episode. I'll be going through my takeaways for my interview this month. Uh, In the meantime, you can check out the blog post for this episode as well as listen to other episodes of the Internet Ballers podcast at www.internetballers.com. Again, I'm Michael Pasha and happy marketing. Thanks for listening to the Internet Ballers podcast. Through our guest stories, you will learn the path to go from struggling entrepreneur to internet baller. We'll see you on the next episode.